the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live. I, I thought it was kind of funny to, uh, the, what we just heard. Obviously, that was pre-recorded about getting out and enjoying the weather because I don't know where you are, but where I am, it is raining and lightning and thundering here at the KKHD studios. So I hope that you are being safe, and I hope that um, you've got it tuned in to 100.7. Uh, this is a Recovery Radio Houston, and we believe that everybody is recovering from something. It may be alcohol, it may be drugs, it may be pornography, it may be gambling, but it may be divorce. It may be anxiety. It may be depression. You know, this life where this is a fallen world, and we all go through so many things. And the walk of recovery, the wonderful thing about it is it mirrors the Christian walk. So, so many of the things that we do in recovery are biblical principles. For example, the 12 steps. The 12 steps were started by uh, a group called the Oxford Group, and um, they are were a Christian group, and, and they set out to find out why people were uh, under the bondage of alcohol and what they could do about it to try to get them to stop drinking alcohol and uh, and become free. And so, you know, knowing the biblical principles that whom the sun sets free is free indeed— they looked to the Bible for their inspiration, and this led to the to the uh, t- big book, and um, you know ultimately got a little watered down. But at Break Every Chain Ministries, which is our addiction ministry, we have rewritten those twelve steps to be the Christian twelve steps. And what is so important in addiction is is that we realize that uh, the way to freedom is is a biblical path. And, uh, you know, there are uh, nothing against rehab centers out there. If if you have an opportunity, you have good insurance, and, you know, that's that's what you're being led to do, that's wonderful. Go take advantage of it, and I, I God bless you. I, I hope it, it works for you. But so many times we have these 28-day treatment centers that don't focus on faith at all. Don't focus on the spiritual aspects. Anybody that's really been in recovery a long time will tell you it is a spiritual journey. 
uh, it is a, an awakening. You know, Romans twelve two tells us that do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And certainly for me, and I think for so many who are truly set free and are, are truly restored by God, uh, that renewing of our mind comes from our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It comes from reading God's Word. It comes from fellowshipping with other believers. It, it comes from understanding who God is and who we are in Christ. And, you know, if you don't gain that understanding, then I think it's too easy for the enemy to drag you down in the shame and guilt that we talk about in the in the in the opening you know we've, we've all made mistakes um you know everyone makes mistakes and you know what's so wonderful about God's word in the bible is it's it's a book that talks about a lot of people making mistakes really serious mistakes but yet they were redeemed they were forgiven they were not only that um but they were used mightily by God to do incredible things. I mean, if we look at the, and so if you're out there or you've got someone that, you know, is in bondage to addiction, there's, there's likely sitting there telling themselves, I'm no good. God's forgotten about me. God can't use me. Um, I've made too many mistakes. God will never forgive me. Those are lies from the pit of hell. That's the enemy talking. And, you know, as I said, the Bible is full of examples. Moses murdered the Egyptian when he saw him abusing the, an Israelite um, or, or a, you know, it's over and over again. Uh, if you're listening to this, you may very well be a Gentile, in other words, non-Jewish. And um, Saul, who became Paul, was used to take the message of the gospel of hope, peace and love to the Gentiles, to us. And... Um, with apologies to my Jewish friends, because they had plenty of people helping them. Jesus was a Jewish, of course, and, and so was John and Peter and and all the disciples. But in any event, Saul was used, a Jew himself, he was used to take the message of uh, hope and peace and love to, to the Gentiles. Well, Saul was a persecutor of Christians. He made so many mistakes. He was grieving the Holy Spirit. He was doing horrible things, stoning people. In fact, when when Jesus appeared to him first, he was on the road to Damascus to take letters to the high priest to 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 come back and persecute some more Christians in in, in Jerusalem. And um, you know, Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus and said, "Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me?" And and Saul said, "Who are you, Lord?" And you know, Saul repented and became. Uh, just one of the most incredible, wrote so much of the New Testament, one of the most incredible voices in Christianity, inspired by the Holy Spirit, of course, uh, and in fact taught in the wilderness by Jesus himself. Paul, the, the Bible scripture says that Paul says, the gospel I teach is not from man, but is, is from Jesus. In those three years he spent in the wilderness. Anyway, I digress. So I, people that go to the 28-day programs, I've seen it over and over and over again, they may have some success, but they don't really get set free. They haven't really been restored by God, and and they go back in. And, and you know, there are many good, wonderful treatment centers, 28-day treatment centers. And, of course, part of the problem is, is that's all insurance will, will approve, sometimes even less, fewer days than that. But some of them aren't so 
well-meaning and they love the fact that people, the relapse rates are so high. So what we're trying to do in, in our Break Every Chain Ministries and in Recovery Radio Houston is is we're trying to get people on path of a spiritual journey, a spiritual awakening where they can have the strength of the encourager, the Holy Spirit, in order to help them be strong and, and to stay connected to God, to be fully restored. But in order to do that, they have to understand who God is. And so many people don't understand who God is. So many people see God as this angry, vengeful God that's just looking out there, waiting for them to make a mistake so that they can be condemned. But that's not who God is at all. So I'm going to go to the Open Door Mission later and I'm going to today, and I'm going to uh, give a message to, to the men there. It's a wonderful facility, by the way. If you'd like to get involved in the Open Door Mission, you can email me at Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org, or you can just text me at 832-475-8642, 832-475-8642. The Open Door Mission has been around since the 50s, but really under Tommy Thompson's leadership in, in the last— uh, Oh, eight years or so, it's really um, become a premier facility. Uh, it's free. It's faith-based. It takes in Houston's most severely addicted and homeless men, and it literally transforms lives. Of course, God's the one that transforms the lives, but they're being obedient over at the Open Door Mission and being and serving um, men and, and transforming lives. They start every day in, in, in the chapel and church. Their number one principle is that Jesus saves but it's so much more than that. They use every tool in the tool book. They use something called smart recovery, which is a uh, uses cognitive training to try to get people to develop different different habits and to understand um, why they do the things they do. Even the Apostle Paul, by the way, speaking of Paul, said in Romans chapter 7, he said, I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I want to do. <laughs> That's the Apostle Paul who's, you know, out as a missionary starting churches all over uh, Asia and, and Europe and, and uh, well, Asia, but, and, and just, uh, you know, doing these wonderful, wonderful things. And he's saying, that's, uh, that's our struggle, the flesh versus the spirit. But in any event, I digress. So, um, they, they start every day and they use this cognitive training to try to get the men to develop habits and, and, and understand why they're doing things they're doing and, and, and having different responses. They use the 12 steps, you know, which are really powerful because as I said, they're biblically based. They use the 12 steps. They have counselors. Um, they have classes. Uh, the men are busy all day from six in the morning till we'll, we'll finish break every chain tonight, for example, at eight thirty tonight. And uh, we have di- they have different ministries that come in, like our ministry, and and we'll go in there tonight. We break every chain, and we'll have praise and worship, and and let the men express their their uh, worship God, and and you know that change, you know that literally changes our bodies. By the way, that literally they can physically measure now what it does to our brains. It's very important to pr- to worship God. We were made to worship God. So they'll have praise and worship, then they'll have a biblical message, then we'll divide into groups uh, of about 10 to 12 guys, and, and we'll sit and talk about things, talk about the message, talk about what God's doing in their life, maybe talk about some difficulties they're having or some victories. Uh, and so these men are in, in this program. If they, they get medical care, they get dental care. Um, if they don't have their GED, they get it while they're there. There have even been men who who were taught to read and needed to learn how to, t- to read. They get job training, job skills. They get uh, most of the men, if they graduate through the whole seven-month period, and maybe 100% now, get a job when they get out with a second-chance employer, 
Uh, the Marriott, by the way, downtown has hired so many dozens of, of these men. So if you ever want to stay downtown for one night and treat your spouse and, and go to the Marriott downtown, uh, the one with the te- Texas pool on the top, because they're doing really good kingdom work there. Um, and uh, they'll help you find a place. To, they help them find a place to live. There's transitional living across the street. And, you know, there's all kinds of places that are available. These things are all done for free. This is this is the heart of God that he wants us to. And Jesus came down and he helped people. He encouraged people. He healed people. He delivered people. And that's what God's still doing today. That's the wonderful thing about working in recovery is is you see deliverance. You see miracles still today. God's still in the miracle business. They're just done a little differently. But I see these men that are freed from heroin or fentanyl or cocaine or alcohol or whatever it may be. If they go through that seven-month program, it's not 100%, but they've got a pretty darn good chance of, of really being set free and, and, and really transforming and changing their lives. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I talked to him about who God is, and I read him a letter that a, um, a friend of mine, a brother of mine, received while he was in prison anonymously. He never found out, but this letter, who it was, this letter changed his life. And it just, it's, it's all scripture. And it starts, my child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I'm your perfect father. It goes on and on and on with scripture. I chose you when I planned creations, creation from Ephesians. I mean, come home and we'll throw the biggest party that heaven has ever seen. Talking about the the parable of the prodigal son, Luke fifteen seven. Anyway, there are about a hundred scriptures about who God is and how wonderful He is and how much He loves you. Delight in Me, and I will give you the desire of my heart. I'm looking at this letter now, Psalm thirty seven four. At some point, I'll have this man back on. He's been on this program before and have him tell the story. But it changed his life. He's now got a successful business, reunited with his family. Uh, has a relationship with his kids. Anyway, this letter about who God really is and partly who he sees us uh, as, they've, you've got to get that. If you're struggling, if you've got a family member who's struggling, you've got to get that into your heart. So today, and, and it closes, by the way, with my question is, will you be my child? John 1, 12 through 13, and I am waiting for you. Luke 15, 11 through 32. Uh, again, the story of the prodigal son. Uh, God is good. God will leave the 99 to chase after the one. So today we're going to go over at the Open Door Mission. And again, if you want to get involved, text me, 832-475-8642, 832-475-8642. It's just a, a wonderful, wonderful facility. Or if you've got a loved one, a, a man or a woman who's under the bondage, but you think they're ready to get help, that you think they're ready to, to change their lives, as I did a decade ago, if you think they're ready to, to, to have the abundant life, John 10, 10, the thief, enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come so that they may have life and they may have it abundantly. If they want to have the abundant life, then I, I can get them into a, a, a program, a ministry that's free. That's what's so wonderful about these programs. Not only do they transform, God transforms people in these ministries, but they're free. They're faith-based. Uh, I love this radio show because I get to come on and hear about people that are doing kingdom work and are, 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 are working for God. So I'd love to hear from you, 832-475-8642. So we're going to go over two things, one with these men today, the 40 I Ams, which is something that when we started our Break Every Chain, uh, we implemented the 40 I Ams and the 15 Freedom Truths. 
and I probably don't have time to go through them all, but they are things that people who are down, you know, if, if you've been in addiction, if you're addicted, you're in bondage, you probably feel kind of like a kick dog. You feel like the world has turned on you and the world may have, but God hasn't. You feel like uh, you're just down and out and, uh, you know, don't know where to turn. And of course, so many of these things, if not all, and certainly most are self-inflicted, but you get this mentality that the world's against you and nobody loves you. Nobody cares about you, you know, and it can get really down and depressing. Again, God won't forgive me. I've done too many bad things. There's no way God can use me, which is again, a lie from the pit of hell, because the truth of the matter is the bigger overcomer you are, the the darker hole you've dropped out of the greater testimony you have and what, and what a, wonderful way to give glory to God because, and you have the ability then people who are in recovery to go out and talk to people who are going through the same thing. Whereas if people that have never understood that, never experienced it, you know, there's not any experience to draw on. Uh, they, they, but uh, so with these 40 I am's and these 15 freedom truths are powerful. I'll go through a few of them. I am a child of God, Romans eight sixteen. I am redeemed from the hand of the enemy, Psalm one hundred seven two. I am forgiven, first Colossians thirteen fourteen. I am saved by grace through faith, Ephesians two eight. That is such an important concept, and of course it's all through Romans two. Saved by grace through faith. They need to understand your loved one who's under the bondage or you yourself who feel just so down and just like so many mistakes have been made and God doesn't care. He wants you to be good. He wants you to repent. He wants to give you his grace. He wants you to have faith so that you can be saved. And he, and he wants you to rise up and be restored and move forward. God's a forward-looking God. I mean, look at the thief on the cross. He told Jesus, I believe you. And Jesus said, well, today I'll see you in paradise, brother. I'm justified, Romans 5, one. Sanctified, 1 Corinthians one two. A new creation in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.17. I'm delivered from the powers of darkness, First Colossians one thirteen, or Colossians one thirteen. Excuse me. I'm led by the Spirit of God, Romans eight fourteen. I am a son of God, Romans eight fourteen. Kept in safety wherever I go, Psalm ninety one eleven. I mean, just these things that they. I'm healed by His stripes, First Peter two twenty four. I am an heir of eternal life, First John five eleven and twelve. Blessed with all spiritual blessings, Ephesians one three. I mean, just these things that they can speak into their heart that is in God's word that God wants them to have in their heart, that God wants them to understand. They need to cast all their cares on Jesus, First Peter 5, 7. They're getting all their needs met by Jesus, Philippians four nineteen. I can do all things through Christ in Philippians. I'm... I'm 113. I'm above only and not beneath, Deuteronomy 28, 13. I'm exercising my authority over the enemy, Luke ten nineteen. I'm uh, daily overcoming the enemy, First John four four. I'm walking by faith and not by sight, Second Corinthians five seven. I'm bringing every thought into captivity, Second Corinthians ten five. Being transformed by the renewing of my mind, Romans twelve two. 
I'm a laborer together with God, 1 Corinthians 3, 9. In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 says I'm God's co-worker. Uh, what a wonderful thing. I'm an imitator of Jesus Christ, Ephesians 5, 1, the light of the world, Matthew 5, 17, 5, 14, blessing the Lord at all times and continually praising him with my mouth, Psalm 34, 1. Those uplifting thoughts are so different than what people who are in bondage that are racked in this this cycle of shame and guilt tell themselves on a daily basis. And they are so liberating, and they are so uh, strengthening it. It's just, I mean, getting that into your, you know, because so many of these people, if they ever knew the Lord, they've drifted away. And so many of them have never known the Lord. Nobody's ever talked to them about Jesus. Nobody's ever inspired them. Nobody's ever told them who a good Jesus is. And if they've walked away, they've forgotten these things because that's who we are. We, we we get mired down. And the 15 freedom truths are so powerful as well. Back to 2 Corinthians 5.17, I'm a new, but the way we've worded this is I'm a new creation predestined for greatness. You know, some of the, let, let's take, for example, David Wilkerson, who was a small Pennsylvania preacher in a small church and and got the call of God to go into New York City and began began ministering. If you've never read the book, The Cross and the Switchblade, it's just awe-inspiring. And began got the call to go preach on the streets in New York and ultimately built a huge church, but ministered to gang members and saw people delivered through the power of the Holy Spirit from heroin addiction on the site. A famous, or at that time infamous, gang member Nikki Cruz is still preaching around the United States. And, you know, that was the beginning of something called Teen Challenge, which is a wonderful program that that ministers to to young kids who are under the bondage of addiction. Um, So these things that that we can tell ourselves that are so much more powerful than what the devil wants us to think about ourselves. You know, he's out there like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And he gets us where we're weak. And we're in the bondage of addiction. We are really weak with with the potential for shame and guilt. I'm a child of God, fully accepted by the Father, John 1, 12. I am loved by God regardless of how I perform, Romans 5, 8. I am forgiven and will not be tormented by my past errors, 1 John 1, 9. I am a giver, and God is causing people to help me prosper, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. You know that's so true. God is always putting people in our path to try to help us, to try to let him call us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. He's always putting people in our path, and sometimes we just don't pay attention. You know, sometimes we have to be still and let know that he is God and pay attention to what he's trying to tell us. I'm an overcomer, and my faith is changing my circumstances. First John 5, 4. I have authority over the devil, and no demon power can hurt me. Luke ten seventeen and 18. Abundance is God's will for me, and I will not settle for less. John 10.10 10. I am healed in sickness, will not lord over my body. 1 Peter 2.24 God is on my side, I will not fear. Psalm 118.6 The Holy Spirit is my helper, I am never alone, and I have peace with God. Philippians 4.7 I am blessed, and it's a matter of time before things change. What I see now is only temporary. Ephesians 1.3 and 2 Corinthians 4.18 I have the wisdom of God. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. 
I hear the Father's voice. My steps are ordered by God, and the voice of a stranger I will not follow, 1 Corinthians one thirty. You know, uh, Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. And when we're out there making these mistakes, and like the Bible says, like a dog returning to his vomit, we're hearing the voice. We know what's right, but we're listening to the wrong voice. His sheep know his voice. And when we surrender to him fully, that voice becomes louder and more powerful and more encouraging, and we can follow it. I am set in the body of Christ, and I know that I am valuable and important to the work of God. 1 Corinthians twelve twenty through 25 and Ephesians four eleven through 12. I choose not to be offended, and I am being delivered out of all afflictions and persecutions. Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Of course, that's the Beatitudes. And that's the other place the 12 steps come from. But out, out of the book of James and the Beatitudes. But there's biblical principles throughout. I've had programs on here, and I'll do it again. I never get all the way through the 12 steps, though, because there's so many biblical principles that stand behind every 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 step, every one of the 12 steps. And it's a shame, you know, I, I, I'm blessed to belong to a 12-step group where we talk about Jesus. I know there are ones where that's frowned upon. But uh, the power comes from the Bible. And we're so fortunate that God has given us his word with all these uplifting, encouraging things. There's a reason to read the Bible. There are inspiring stories in the Bible. There are inspiring words. God wants to speak into your heart. So if you really want to be restored, you really want to recover, you've got to go on a spiritual awakening. You've got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You've got to spend time in his word. You've got to spend time in prayer. You've got to spend time in devotion. You've got to belong to a Bible-based church. You've got to fellowship with other believers. As one person sharpens, as iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. You've got to do all these things. Listen, it's a, it's a pleasure to meet with you, to be with you every Wednesday at 530. You know, we love you. Break every chain in New Covenant Church. But God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.